Coming to you live from Belmont Park on this uh, Friday before a very busy sports weekend. The uh, Belmont here tomorrow, the uh, justified for the Triple Crown. Obviously, all the Met and Yankee stuff and everything else on what is a beautiful, beautiful summer like uh, Friday. So we got a great show for you jammed. Today, you'll hear from Aaron Boone. We have Ron Darling. We have Bobby Ojeda. We have Brad to give you the winner of the Belmont and who to bet on and what to do. Uh, give you everything in the Preakness. I'll give it to you for the Belmont. We got Bob Baffett, who trains, obviously, Justify, and will try to win another Triple Crown tomorrow. Uh, we are uh, Eddie Seal check in later from uh, City Field, which is just a stone's throw from here, although it would take you like three hours to get from one to the other. Uh, they're expecting a huge crowd tomorrow. They cap it at 90,000. Big crowds at at City Field the next couple of days, three state nights, and that's where we start. Uh, and that is with this uh, Subway Series, which uh, begins tonight with uh, DeGrom against Tanaka. The Mets really, let's be honest, crawling into the series. I mean, limping wouldn't even be a fair way to look at it. I mean, they are crawling into the series. Their offense has been invisible. They can't get out of their own way. They can't hit at home. They can't win at home. Their bullpen doesn't do the job. The starting pitching's been very good over the last couple of weeks. They had hoped to get Cespedes back. That's not happening. So, uh, nothing going right for the Mets, but this is probably the best thing that could happen to them right now. Because this is, you know what it is for this team? It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to wash away what's gone on here the last couple of weeks. It's an opportunity to play inspired baseball in front of a full house, enthusiastic fans the next couple of days. It's an opportunity to get something jump-started before they go on the trip and try to see if they can get what has been a miserable month out of the way, get some offense, and do it against not only the rival Yankees, but against a Yankee team that has been just tremendously good uh, since the start of the season, has been ultra-consistent, has been very good all the way around. I mean, except for a couple of blips when they were banged up the first week. Uh, nothing, and, and they had miserable weather. The Yankees have played wonderful baseball. They've especially played well in big spots. This for them, this for us is a big spot. For them, I don't know how big a spot it is. For the Yankees, there's the nothing to gain, everything to lose. For the Mets, there's nothing to lose, everything to gain. That is the scenario. But the Mets have the pitching the way they'd want it. Uh, and they'll go up against that very formidable Yankee lineup. The Yankee lineup will be interesting to see what they do, both with the infield and the outfield, especially in game one against the Grom. Uh, so playing in city fields, we'll see how that works out. So that's how I look at the Subway Series. We'll have Aaron Boone later. We will have both Ojeda and Darling on the Met uh, situation. As I said, uh, Bob Baffert, who is the man of the hour in racing, uh, who has been all over New York this week. I mean, throwing out first pitches at games, you know, announcing the uh, lineup uh, or the uh, the uh, rundown of the horses from City Field, throwing out the first pitch at stadiums, making appearances on Wall Street. I mean, he's been everywhere this week, so he'll be with us again. He was with us uh, right after he, uh, you know, got things going in this uh, classic last five weeks. He will be with us again today, so we look forward to that. As we said, Aaron Boone at five today, uh, and then all the stuff with the Mets with Darling and Ojeda and Brad to give you the classic rundown. Uh, he will tell you uh, how to play it and give you the winners for tomorrow's uh, Belmont Stakes, where we'll expect a very big crowd. The weather was supposed to be rainy. Now it's not supposed to be anymore. It's supposed to be uh, very, very nice. 
uh, Indian Charlie comes by to give me his stuff. Indian, where is it? Give, give, me, give me Indian Charlie's thing. I love that stuff. So let's see who he's killing today. I love Indian Charlie. Uh, that's a racetrack thing. You have to know Indian Charlie. But he just brought by his uh, wonderful newsletter, which I can't live without. It's my, it's my first thing I do in the morning at, at Saratoga is, is get in the box and read Indian Charlie. It's my favorite thing to do in the summertime. But uh, So we're here at Belmont. Uh, we'll talk to everybody, including Chris Kay, who runs the place, talk about everything that's going on here. Uh, Belmont's going to change in the years to come, obviously, as the Islanders are going to move right into this corner over here as I point to my left that's where they're going to build a, a stadium for them so they're going to be here and going to be here with Lou Lamarillo so that's exciting too so we got a lot to get to one thing I wanted to do before we uh, get a quick break and get rolling on a show where we're going to have one two three four five six seven eight guests um, last night I turned the hockey game on early I watched I'd say I watched 75 percent being up and down with the kids the kids have been away i had to see the kids a little bit so do some things with them so but i saw 75 percent of it i went back to it in the third period and washington's winning now i zero in on the last couple of minutes and let me say this i wanted to see what the reaction would be and i've been fascinated by the effort ovechkin has given on the ice for recent years I was fascinated when they played the Rangers I was fascinated in his disappointment every year and you could see you could almost see the heartbreak in his eyes year after year and last night Doc Emmerich who I think is probably the best play-by-play -play guy in any sport he told the story of how the coach went to him before the season and said listen you will not be defined by how many cups you win you'll be in the Hall of Fame you're an all-time great you'll be defined by how you lead this team and they talked about the first couple of nights, which I didn't realize he scored seven goals early in the first couple of games, uh, and how he got the team got behind him and the year they've had. And when he won last night, now this is a Hall of Fame player. He's not a player we look at as a guy who gets a ton of publicity in our world. He, you know, we don't read or hear a lot about Ovechkin. He's not like he's Peyton Manning or LeBron James or Michael Jordan, but he is a great player in his sport. He is renowned for being a great player in his sport. A lot of people have been critical of him, but you saw yesterday in him, I thought, more unbridled joy in winning than any big athlete I can remember in a very long time. It was moving to watch him and here was how good it was he won the MVP and basically took the trophy and said here get it away from me take a stash it uh, he looked at it raised it and then said here get it out of here give me that cup I mean that's all he wanted was to get his hands on that cup and you could see how moved this guy was and how excited his teammates were when they when they had a timeout with six tenths of a second left and he was on the bench before the faceoff and they knew they had won all I had to do was drop the puck. You saw him being hugged by his teammates, and you saw them being so thrilled for him that he had finally won the cup. And uh, I'm telling you, it was, it, it was moving. It really was to see a player who has given so much effort and suffered so much heartbreak to finally win that cup and to see Washington explode the way it did last night. That franchise has waited a very long time for this. They are going to have a, a lot of fun. And like I said, nobody is going to enjoy these couple of days and weeks more than Ovechkin will. Uh, I never saw a guy happier to win a championship. Even the clutching of the trophy by Michael Jordan when he first won didn't even outdo what we saw last night from Ovechkin. And I wanted to see that, and it was a special, and it was even as special or more special than I thought uh, it would be. 
So congratulations to him and to Washington for what they accomplished this year, uh, closing out every series on the road, which is obviously very difficult. Winning what you can easily make the case is the toughest, most grinding trophy to win uh, in the Stanley Cup, and it was a wonderful, wonderful performance by Ovechkin, uh, and I'm happy, really happy, overjoyed to see him win uh, as he did. Great year for Las Vegas, obviously, but uh, really a, a great finish to the season with that. Uh, it really was now. In the NBA, there's not much to sell. Who cares if they win it? You know, like I said, now America doesn't care about that series until Cleveland wins two games. So uh, we don't expect that to happen. It might close tonight. Maybe it won't. Maybe LeBron scores 60 tonight and they win. Who cares? They're going to lose in game five anyway. It's going to be a five-game series at best. Uh, we know that. It's just the way it's going to go. So the NBA season now is over, and it's about the draft and about where LeBron's going to go next year so we'll see in what might very well be his final night ever in Cleveland tonight what the reaction is there back to the Yankees and the Mets as we said Tanaka and DeGrom DeGrom has been in such hard luck now he gets to go against this lineup it'll be fascinating to see the lineup against what has been one of the three best pitchers in baseball this year DeGrom has pitched in such hard luck such hard luck this year. You've seen that almost etched in his face in recent games. It'll be interesting to watch him tonight as he takes on this Yankee team. And as I said many times, I hear a lot of people say, oh, this Subway series is played out and this and that. And I say, you know what? Nonsense. Nonsense. I can't wait to go to those games. I love those games. I've gone every time they've ever had them. I usually go to two out of three of them. I'm not in love with the Sunday night game, though I might go this year because of the pitching matchup. The bottom line is it's great. It's great for the city. It's great for the sport. It's great for the fans. It's, it's wonderful. And I, I, I'm telling you, nobody goes there and sits in that ballpark during that game with these two and doesn't enjoy it. I'm sorry. It's a very enjoyable, enjoyable competition for a couple of days in a very long season of too many games against, you know, the... Uh, Tampa Bay or Philly or, you know, Toronto, this is fun. It's fun, and it can be meaningful, and all you need is for one team to jump out and create a little edge, and then you get everybody going. That's what it's about, and that's what makes it fun, and we got a lot to do, as we said. So we have Baffitt and Boone and Darling and O'Heater and Thomas and Eddie C., and we'll get it all rolling. Oh, wait a second, what is this? Met monster moves. Uh, the Mets today announced that the club has placed Familia, oh, Monsters hands me this, Familia on the disabled list, retroactive to June 7th, with a sore right shoulder, okay? Uh, Cespedes will play a minor league game tonight for Binghamton of the Eastern League, and uh, Buddy Bauman and Philip Evans have cleared waivers and will be assigned to uh, Las Vegas. So Cespedes will play a minor league rehab game tonight for Double A Binghamton at Trenton. That's this evening. Buddy Bauman and Evans have cleared waivers, and Familia goes to the DL now with a sore right shoulder. So the problems just keep coming, and you know, that's kind of interesting where I was told, as I said yesterday, that it was highly unlikely, as I reported yesterday, that, that Cespedes would play. Highly unlikely. I'm even surprised that he's even playing a rehab game tonight. I mean, you know, so does that give you any hope? For later in the series, who knows? Uh, I, I don't know that that's the case, but we'll see what happens when he goes to the Eastern League and plays at Trenton this evening. 
Um, but they still said it was highly unlikely that he would play. We'll see what happens. He is playing tonight, which even surprises me a little bit, but it's not here. He's going for a rehab game to test it, I guess, for a couple innings and see what happens there this evening. Who knows how long he'll stay there. We'll have to wait and see that, uh, what that means. And the move that we just talked about, and that is Familia. So the Mets take another hit with Familia going to the DL. We'll get everything rolling from Belmont right after this.